Welcome to the first episode of On the Clock Sports. I'm Ismail Sai. I'm joined by Matt Lesnick, Mihir Ved, and Benji Kramer. Today, we will be discussing the MLB and a multitude of topics. So right off the bat here, Matt, I'm going to start with you. Who is your, who are your MVP picks for the AL and the NL? I'm going to go with the boring guys. It, it's Tatis and Otani. I mean, it's been the whole season. They've just been dominant one of them leading to a likely playoff spot, and we'll see if the Reds catch up. But uh, even with the injuries to Tatis, I think he's still staying in that first spot. I mean, for a while it was DeGrom to me, but obviously with his injuries, it, it's just he's been out for too long. As for Otani, he's been – and with the stats he's putting up on either side, if it, he was just doing one of them, he'd be an average player. It, uh, well, not average, still leading the league in home runs. But he, he wouldn't be my MVP. I would still have him, but he's doing it on both sides of the ball. And it's, it's just makes it that more impressive. I have to go to Tatis and Otani. All right, well, I'm, I'm going to take it from there. You know, while we have the MVP discussion going on, I'm just going to bring it up and get to the point that this entire episode is based on just the awards that we have in this moment. Middle of the second half of the season, Everything in general, from MVPs, Cy Youngs, Rookie of the Year, Reliever of the Year, all that good stuff. So we'll be getting into all of that. Uh, right. Matt, you have Otani, you have Tatis, right? Okay. I guess those are like the front-runner favorites right now. And I'm, I'm going to go with Otani also for the AL. I have a different purse for the NL. But for the AL, Otani, it's no question. You know, maybe you're right for the one side of things. If he was just a pitcher, just a hitter, maybe he wouldn't be the MVP. Maybe we'd be talking about Vladdy Guerrero right now, absolutely tearing it up for Toronto. But I think it's it's remarkable what he's doing. We've never seen it. We won't see it again for who knows how long. Maybe. We'll see. But it's not that he's just pitching well. He's pitching at like a ace level well while hitting 35 home runs. I've never seen that. That's just ridiculous stuff. And then for the NL, I'm going to change it up. I'm going to go with the recent person that's been climbing up the leaderboard, Bryce Harper and the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, he didn't make the all-star game was quiet in the first half though. He struggled, but they always seem to stick behind the Mets. Cause you know, we can never trust the Mets to keep a lead ever. I know Matt's making a face right now. He's making a face. Uh, and you know, Bryce Harper's heating up. He's taking advantage of it. And now the Phillies are in first Harper's on a tear. And I think if they keep it up and hold on to that division lead and somehow sneak into the playoffs of that awful NL East division, he deserves the NL MVP because He's simple. He's single-handedly been carrying them along with Zach Wheeler, who we'll get into later. But great stuff from Harper. I think it's well-deserved for him. How about you, Benji, Izzy? How we got? Oh, um, uh, yeah. So, oh, Benji, you can go. All right. Um, I've, I'm going to talk some Vladimir Guerrero Jr., although you guys made some really good points about Otani. Um, but where I went Vlad over Otani is – um. I think Vlad is a more well-rounded hitter. And honestly, if I'm being honest, I think Shohei Otani would be much better as like a closer or something like that. Um, Cause you know, the walk numbers are, are really high. And honestly, Vlad, I mean, you pull up Vlad, Vladimir Guerrero Jr.'s baseball savant page. I mean, it's, it's all red. He doesn't swing and miss. He doesn't chase. He's just a more well-rounded hitter. 
then Otani isn't having, you know, a better a better season from the plate. Um, for the NL, I have Fernando Tatis Jr. Um, although he did just hit the NL. Um, but I do think if DeGrom was healthy, I'd have or, uh, him as the MVP. I mean, what, what Tatis is doing is absolutely insane. 650 slugging percentage. I mean, at what, 22, 23, he's just having an unreal season. Same thing with Guerrero, two young superstars. And baseball's got two studs going forward. Absolutely. Especially with Vladdy. You're right on with that. Uh, yeah. yeah, for me, I'm with Matt. I have the two boring guys. I have Otani and I have Tatis. I mean, Otani obviously leading the league in home runs and, you know, he's having a great season on both sides of the ball. Like, you know, just the stuff that he's doing, like we all, we all knew he had the talent. It was just like, you know, him putting all together and staying healthy, which he's done pretty good, a pretty good job with that this season, which is why that's helping his MVP case. Um, But I do think Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is breathing down his neck. I think it's going to be a close, close race. Um, You know, just hopefully, you know, Atani doesn't hit a slump where he, where it costs him the award. And for the NL, obviously Tatis, I mean, you know, Benji hit it right on the head. You know, the stuff that he's doing at like 22, 23 years old is insane. And, you know, he's probably going to be the future face of baseball. And, you know, he's definitely lived up to the hype this season. I mean, 31 home runs, 70 RBIs. I mean, that's just insane while hitting 292. Now, for you guys, there's a clean sweep for Tatis in the NL. My yep. issue is, as easy a star, love him, fantastic player, haven't been fantasy, he's a tank. His defensive statistics are, they're not good. And <laughs> besides the point, he's been, he's been injured quite a few times this year. And right now, you know, there was reports that he had a season-ending shoulder surgery on, on the table. And now all of a sudden he'll be back in a week playing center field. Yeah, that I saw. I, I didn't understand that. I, <laughs> I mean, don't know what's going on there. I don't know where that came from. I, I agree that Tati should obviously be a front runner for the MVP, but as of late with his injury and stuff, does that change your perspective at all on the NL MVP race, especially with the way Harper's playing? To me, it was DeGrom's injury that put him out of the race. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, Because, yeah. you know, I mean, up until I would say – like July 20th, he was the MVP. Um, yeah. But he, he's just missed too much time now. I feel like Tatis hasn't, Tatis hasn't missed as much time. He's, he had the shoulder injury early in the season. Now he's hurt again, but I just don't think, like, I don't think that's enough time. I, I mean, Trout played 130 games one year and won MVP. It, right. it, to me, it, if he's doing it well in like, we'll say the same 130 game sample size, and he's still putting up, we'll say 40 on 40 home runs on the year, we'll say. Yeah, and like 120 RBIs, it he deserves it for sure. I see what you're saying. And now I'm gonna get into right into the Cy Young choices hold up, hold up, that we had. Yeah, for sure. What's up? The top. You? So like basically the top three MVP candidates in the NL are all have all been injury riddled. So you have Acuna, who none of us mentioned, who's worth a mention, but you know obviously tearing his ACL. Unfortunate. Very. Yeah. Yeah. He'd be the front. He'd be the front. He he would be the front runner right now. I think. Oh, I'm gonna agree. Oh yeah, probably. If he didn't tear his ACL. He'd be, yep. and I obviously think even though the Braves decided to buy and try and push for the division, I think they would be in the division lead right now with Kyle Kikunia on the field. But yeah, and the division's up for grabs. That so. division it, is up for grabs. Oh, yeah. Terrible. But I'm going to get, we'll get into the Cy Young talk right now. And Matt, you brought DeGrom being hurt. So before we get into our picks, I'm going to say this DeGrom's supposed to come back at the beginning of September, right? Yes. 
Let's just mm-hmm. say he has an absolutely electric month of September. Let's say he has four or five starts. No runs earned in the, in the entire month. Just an absolute tank. And the Mets somehow sneak back into the playoffs, take the division or wild card, whatever it is. Does he – I'm not going to go for MVP anyway. He's too much time for the MVP, I think. Does he deserve the Cy Young? Because right now, I have Zach Wheeler taking the NL Cy Young. As do I. Yeah, um, so do I. But if let's, DeGrom let's throw does in this scenario. That. Let's throw in that scenario. If DeGrom comes back and just absolutely tears it apart after being rested for over two months. If DeGrom does that on top of what he was doing before the injury, I think that's enough for him to get the Cy Young. Yeah, I mean, if like, someone doesn't – if he straight up doesn't give up a run for a month. That's virtually how he was pitching. Exactly. It, right. It, that's exactly. I And it's like he's not one of the guys who was doing the sick, the sticky stuff. I mean, like I was at mm. – I was at the first game where they were doing checks and he was pitching and he, he was, was like laughing it off. Yeah. He was laughing it off. He was willingly going over. Everyone was yeah. booing, but it was funny. <laughs> um, yeah, like the dude has a 1.08 ERA. Like it, it's, 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 insane. it's sick. Yeah, like, and you got to remember before he started, you know, getting injured and stuff, it was, it was like 0. 0.6. It was like 0. 0.7. So oh yeah. yeah and he gets it below one when he comes back. Like that's, <laughs> exactly. that's insane. He, I, I don't think there's been a pitcher like where you would want to go see him at the ballpark since we'll say 2014 Kershaw, 2013 Harvey. He's, he's playing that good. And uh, this is once in a generation season. Exactly. For DeGrom, who knows if we'll see it again next year, but what he's doing specifically this season is ridiculous, but that should not take away from what you said before. And then all of us, or I think a couple of us having Zach Wheeler as the NL Cy Young, what a redemption season for him. It was like a prove-it season for him. You know, signs with the Phillies, COVID season immediately screws everything up. Now this year, just really finding his stride. Saw it really for – it opened my eyes this past week where he just shut down the Mets, and it was like a big FU game to oh, the entire yeah. Mets organization. Like, you didn't take a shot on me in free agency. So it's it's – it's not the current Mets regime's fault because it was Brody. It was Brody. The past ownership Brody. that didn't want to re-sign him. But still, Zach Wheeler took it personally, said F you to the Mets. He's at the division rival, the biggest rival right now, challenging for the division, shutting them out, going to win a Cy Young, probably. That I think – did we all have that? Did we all have Wheeler? I have Zach Wheeler. I have Wheeler as well. Benji? Pretty sure Benji has Wheeler too. I have someone different. I, I have, have different. Brandon Woodruff, who's having okay, that's okay. A good one. an that's a good one. insane season. All right, so he's he's top five in strikeouts, top five in ERA, top five in WHIP, and like he's kind of like a boring guy. He plays in Milwaukee. Milwaukee has all these good starting pitchers. Yeah, but he's him. having an unreal season, and nobody's saying anything about him. Not only Woodruff, two point two three ERA right now. The whole my the whole Milwaukee pitching staff could earn yeah. this award. Yeah, no, Peralta, Milwaukee, Burns Milwaukee's and... got the rare three headed monster. Freddie Peralta, oh, yeah. Corbin Freddie Peralta, Burns. Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, <laughs> and the, it's, it's they're nasty. winning that division, right? They're, they're winning taking... the division. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a scary team. If you I just get into remember a five Corbin game Burns series with them. Like a, uh, if you get into a five game series with against the Brewers and they have that pitching depth, and let's say oh. they all go six or seven innings, and then you turn oh, it over to I'm Hater. Scared. I, I don't want that. You, if you're the Phillies right now, because that would be who they're playing, you you have to be very scared. You do. And I right. think that's a team with the pitching depth that 
I'm not going to say the Giants because I don't really know, but I'm going to say the pitching depth like the Dodgers have, if that ends up being a potential NLCS matchup. That's oh, just boy. unfair. Oh, like, boy. Those are is Trevor good. Bauer coming back? I, I highly think. doubt it. I highly <laughs> doubt it. They keep pushing his administrative leave. And it yeah. Doesn't make still, I don't think the players want him back. But still, with the Dodgers, yeah, there was that, a report you still about have that. Walker Bueller. Clayton Kershaw's going to come back for the Max playoff. Max Scherzer. And now you got Max Scherzer. It, it, that that three-headed monster going up against the Brewers three-headed monster, we might see like two runs like total in two games. And they and they added Danny Duffy and Julio Urias. Oh, yes, exactly. That, that, that I forgot the Duffy, the Duffy acquisition went under the radar, and that was a very good move. Oh, for sure. Okay, so we did our NL Cy Youngs that we kind of had that discussion. And oh, yeah. I like the Woodruff pick. I like Corbin Burns as well. Peralta's been a stud as well this year. They're all – Deservedly should well, be a name, two about. names that also wor- are worth mentioning: Kevin Gosman and Walker Bueller. I was gonna say exactly. Gosman, but he's been struggling as of late. Like before the All Star break, before the All Star break, he was shut down. Was he doing sticky stuff? He, he also he had the he had the second best uh, ERA in the NL. Or in yeah, the he was behind the ground before behind the ground before the All Star break, and then after the All Star break, he just kind of fell off a little bit. It's not. I'm not gonna say back to his. I don't know, normal self he, it's a regression because he pitched so well so he exceeded so many expectations of our staff that it, he was gonna regress at some point like in his past past five starts he's given up one and three then six two and one and two exactly and I, I, i'll say before that before the all-star break it was zeros ones zeros ones like consistently he had a one point something era and it wasn't talked about because of the ground yeah, but after the All Star break, it's been a little shaky. But he deserves his credit. He deserves a shout in the conversation. And who's the other person you said? Walker Bueller. Oh yeah, he's turned it up lately, and we all saw the picture he he is the past couple of years. Exactly. So he's, he's turning it up. Directly. He's proven. Scherzer proven. Kershaw's proven. Urias is pretty proven at this point. Danny Duffy, Duffy was having a great first half of the season. Solid depth piece for real. Exactly. Uh, that's um, scary. But as for AL. I think at this point it's going to be a White Sox pitcher. Yeah. It, whether sure. it is the guy I have is Lance Lynn or the guy you have. Uh, yep. Carlos Rodon. It, and it's just it's... Bo- both of them. It's like that That might be – you. of course, you got the three-headed monsters. That's the best duo in a rotation, I'd say. In all of baseball or in the AL? Probably in the AL. I, yeah. I, okay. um, you've got – Lance Lynn, who I can't say I saw him having this kind of season. Oh, no. Like, he was really solid last year in the 60-game season. Exactly. That's like, exactly what he was. He was, he was a, he's, like, decently old, right? He's around 36, yeah. And he's just balling out. Exactly. Oh, I, I, You said to yourself, he's solid. I yeah. didn't expect Cy Young at age 36. Oh, no, for sure. He's been, like, very consistent. And Rodone, same, same with him. He's a strikeout machine, and. I don't know what he did in the offseason or whatever happened. Oh, yeah. Turned it up to that next level, which I think White Sox fans were waiting for. Um, Because that pitching staff wasn't really – it was a question. There was a couple questions in there, but now it's just – you got solid back end. You got Keiko. You got Cease, you know. Exactly. Cease has been really underrated lately. That's a good team. pitching really, really well. I agree. In general. In general, that's a good team. And, Benji, you got the same guy or one of the same guys? Yeah, I got Lance Lynn. Um, yeah. Luckily, my Tigers have avoided him. Uh, but, like, <laughs> they, like, I absolutely hate the White Sox, but I just love 36-year-old, 300-pound Lance Lynn. 
It's insane. <laughs> he has a, is what's he actually his ERA two? It's gotta be right No, he's he's like two fifty. No, see. I don't care. He's got the beard, and he's absolutely balling oh, out. He's definitely um, up leads there the weight though. Oh yeah, leads the AL in ERA by a really good amount. Um, I think he was fourth in WHIP, and uh, probably. Yeah, he's up there in strikeouts too. I mean, just yeah, he's six five, two fifty. Big boy, but God, it's man. almost like he belongs on the Giants because he's like one of these old stars having a crazy season. Right? To me, I mean, it, has it even reminds me. Obviously, completely different pitchers, but it reminds me of like R.A. Dickey. Like Lance Lynn was a good pitcher before he got to the White Sox. R.A. Dickey was relatively unknown, but just I don't know. It's just something about it. Something clicks. I don't know. It's it maybe it's just. Something they've worked on with the pitching coaches in Chicago, just taking him. He's always been, you're right, like a you know, solid veteran pitcher in the league. Exactly. You know, he's a back end starter, he'll do his job, whatever. He's not the greatest. And then all of a sudden, like he's he, I don't know what happened. Similar to like what happened with Charlie Morton. Yes. Re- revitalizing right. his career in Houston. And now he's, you know, pretty solid pitcher again for he was for the Rays. Now he is for the Braves. Exactly. Same thing with Lynn. I something clicked with the pitching coaches in Chicago, and he's just balling out right now. And then Rodon, same thing, just turning it up to the next level that hopefully he can sustain and for the next couple of seasons because that'll be a huge piece for the White Sox as they. That's a young team that's continuing to just torch. They're getting their injured pieces back, and that's a scary team. We'll go for it. Agreed. And I think now we can go to Rookie of the Year. Sure. Um. My guy, I think it's it's a consensus for the NL. Uh, there's there's a few guys on his tail, but I think Trevor Rogers, who has yeah. been one of the most underrated pitchers in my opinion, just because he plays for the Marlins, let's call it what it is. Um, but I think he's he's a future. He he's a future. He's a current ace. I he I, I he's a future ace though. Uh, he's a two forty five ERA. He was an All Star. He's the Marlins' only All Star. Um, He's he's been amazing, and to me, he kind of came out of nowhere. I feel like he did. I agree. And that entire Marlins pitching staff is young and supposed to be on the rise. Sixto Sanchez traded for Jesus Lozardo. Probably missing a couple names, but that's an exciting Pablo rotation. Lopez. Pablo, Pablo Lopez. Pablo Lopez. Yeah. Perfect. That's I feel an like exciting one more. Sandy Alcantara. Yeah, Boom. that's it. Boom. That's that's five starters. That's five starters that are like twenty four and younger. Yes. And they're in team-friendly contract control for the next three to four years while the Marlins attempt to build whatever they're building down there. I don't know what that is, but we'll see. That's a good rotation for the next couple of years. But along with Trevor Rogers, that is almost unanimous between us. I'm going to give a good shout for Jonathan India, who's just been mm-hmm. – He's been on Especially after the All-Star really. break, he's just been turning it up. Um, that Mets series, he just – he went Torch them. Torch them. He homered in like three straight games. I don't know. Yeah. Bottom, he, and he's their leadoff hitter now. He, they trust him. That's respect to him. I mean, he was nothing in anyone's eyes in the beginning of the season. Just another, you know, mediocre player the Reds have. Who knows? And now he's a legitimate piece for that team that's trying to build something as well. I, I'm giving him a good shout. I think the way he's been playing lately, obviously you play more as a hitter rather than a pitcher compared to Rodgers. But I'm going to give him all the credit that he deserves, Jonathan India. And if he continues at whatever pace and it continues to improve as the season goes on, don't be surprised if he steals that award away from Trevor Rogers. But right now, Trevor Rogers deservedly is 
on top of that ranking. Yeah, that's NFL. Yep, I got Rodgers. Yeah, I got Rodgers as well. Yeah, right. I'd also like to give a special shout out to uh, Tyler McGill, uh, the next to Grom. So, uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, whoa, whoa. Hey, 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 whoa. <laughs> hey, I said it. I said it. Hey, 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 hey. Lowest hey, DRA through seven starts since, and by a Mets pitcher since Nolan Ryan. I am. I did not know that. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, Mets still suck, though. Anyways, yeah, that's true. Um, and he's been bad about two starts. Um, AL Rookie of the Year. I, I think this should be unanimous as well. Oh, it's easily a Dallas Garcia. Yeah. <laughs> he's tearing it up. He's a, like, I, I disagree. I, I disagree. Ooh. You guys know what I'm going to say. Oh, maybe. Yeah, go for it. Maybe it's Caleb my bias. Bud. Okay. All right, hold up. No, not Badu. Casey Mize. All right. He's uh, first in the AL okay. He's first in the or among rookies so he's first in the al and whip among rookies first in the al and era among rookies and i believe he's up there in wins too but what he other rookie pitchers what other rookie pitchers in the al are like yeah what's his decently good right Tarek now to matt manning no i'm kidding Not, that, that, this is just all <laughs> really yeah. just all tiger no. pitchers <gasps> i'm thinking, trying to think of he other rookie pitchers. Competition with pitchers. Uh, like guys like nate pearson and Toronto, they haven't been called up yet has he been, I don't think yeah. he's been playing yet. Yeah. No, he hasn't been called up. There's no competition around his age yet. Pitching no, wise. but Mice I mean, he's been solid, though, for like a rookie. He's been pretty good. Mice? Yeah, for sure. He's, he's like their future ace. He's got a 2.7 war compared to Adolis Garcia's 2.9. So it's close there. I mean, I think yeah. Garcia is just too valuable right now. I agree. <laughs> I think, he is also like... 28 years old. It's he, yeah, is yeah, he it's even true. a rookie? Like that is the same with Randy Rosarena. He's like what 25? Yeah. And I mean that was the thing when you're when you're that's what he, when you're he, in Mercedes. He debuted in 2019. Yeah, but when you're in Mercedes is going on the tear, it was like, yeah, he's a 28-year-old rookie. It's, yeah. he was a lock at one point to win AL rookie of the year, like easily. Yeah, and then he fell off so hard. That that's a whole other story. Exactly. <laughs> Tony I think Russo Garcia, ruined his career. Like, Tony Garcia has 24 homers, 67 ribbies, eight stolen bases. I mean, he's hitting 251. I think Garcia's kind of um, burst onto the scene, kind of made Gallo a little bit more expandable. So that kind of helped the Rangers in that way because they could trade him and be like, all right, we still have right. another piece that, you know, maybe in a year or two that gets shipped off. Like I think that. he might get shipped off in the offseason. I'm 29 years old. I mean. Yeah, trade him with his value. Yeah, right exactly. now I speak. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could, I could see that happening. But now, though, I think he deserves Rookie of the Year, even though he's like a thirty-year-old man. But yeah. And now we'll uh, go. Let into... me just let me just give you some some little bits. So Mize is seventh in the, in the entire AL. In You're really pushing for Hasty Mize right here. <laughs> <laughs> An opponent batting average. Oh, oh, twelfth. That all went up because he had a really bad start today against the Orioles, but. <laughs> Get the um, Orioles. The Orioles. <laughs> he should not helping your case. To be fair, I mean, Trey Mancini and Cedric Mullins are two great players. Na- name someone else on that on the batting lineup besides Mullins and Mancini. Anthony Santander. Okay. I'm just embarrassing myself at this point. <laughs> that is, okay, well, that's impressive. Not, no, I didn't know anyone else. Now. I, I should have known Santander. He's seventh in the whole AL and whip. But can he name it? Oh, that was so cringy. Oh. <laughs> oh, you know who we didn't mention for the Cy Young? Or not? I mean, it's just like a shout out to like we talked about the Brewers, three headed monsters. 
the A's kind of have something going for them. They have, I honestly don't know who half these people are. Sean Manea. <laughs> Sean Manea, I know him. Irvin yeah. and Bassett. I know Manea. Bassett, Bassett, he was, Bassett he was very good. Bassett, yeah, Chris Bassett. and Irvin. They're all top 10 in the year. And who? Who's in that? The AL. Cole Irvin. I don't know who that is. I don't know. Maybe athletics but are going downhill now. Ramon Laureano sold they? their entire team. I agree with that. Cole Irvin. Oh, yeah. Cole Urban's got a 3.45 ERA in 22 starts. I bet. Uh, eight and ten. I mean, that doesn't. Oh, matter, but... holy crap! How could we forget this? Well, this is not broken. We'll do it. We'll get to it right now. But for rookie of the year, we have a consensus of Garcia and Rogers, basically. Yes, basically. And mm-hmm. maybe Casey Mize in a different dimension. But <laughs> <laughs> deep down inside, I know it's your deep down inside. You know it's Casey Mize, and we all love you for that. <laughs> so we'll get the most improved. Get the most improved, which I honestly you could like it's weird because you could say a guy like a Rosarena, even though he's considered to be a rookie, because he played last year, which is so confusing to me why he's still considered. Yeah, why a is he a rookie? Dude, dude was uh, I think it's amount of games playoffs. played. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's 100 at bats. He probably had less than that. Yeah, something like that. But for, but for me, I'm gonna go obviously Cedric Mullins, which is just out of nowhere. I, I thought he was some bum in Baltimore now. He was a starting center fielder for the AL in the All-Star game. Yeah. Repping Baltimore well. I don't know why they haven't looked to trade him. He's 26. Yeah, he's a little young, but dude, like person, his value right now is an all-time high. It's ridiculous. He's a stud, speedy, contact hitter, exactly. for average. He has power. And get him uh, out of there. Free Cedric he, Mullins. And it was he dropped the righty hitting this year. He stopped being a switch hitter. And oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He stopped being a switch hitter, and he's just – he's the – he's one of the Orioles' two all – was Mancini an all-star? I don't remember. But um, yeah, don't, John maybe. Means was an all-star. So, the, yeah, he was one what of the What the heck happened to John Means? I don't Sticky even know. Through a no-hitter and um, – Yeah, I don't know. He just kind of dipped after that. Yeah, but I I, <laughs> I I don't have an NL most improved. Instead, I have two AL ones. Obviously, Cedric Mullins, but mm-hmm. Carlos Rodon. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I have my side on, man. He's out it, of nowhere. It's, it's like, I can't, they non-tendered him in the offseason. Uh, really? Yeah, they non-tendered <laughs> oh him in the offseason. Talk about uh, motivation. And he came back and, and uh, he's been amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, I mean, you had two AL, I had my NL. My NL was... I don't know if it counts as most improved because he was traded midseason, like early in the season, though. Willie Adonis, he was kind of an outlier on the Rays when they were getting ready to call Wander Franco. And once again, similar to Zach Wheeler, big FU moment. Now he's in Milwaukee just tearing it up. He's been a really, really, really present force for them while Christian Yelich has been struggling all season and they've lost that MVP caliber player. I'm not saying Willie Adonis is an MVP caliber player, but he's kind of filled the role of like a, a consistent figure in that batting lineup because that's a very inconsistent lineup. That That's a team that's led by their pitching like we've talked about. So good for Adamus. I'm glad to see him shining in Milwaukee. Um, that's my pick for ALNL, Mullins and Adamus. I don't know, Izzy and Benji, what you guys got? I have Shohei Otani for the AL. Mm. I can, yeah, that's true. I mean – like, we all knew he had this talent, but we just never saw it until now. Mm. And, like, the jump he made from, honestly, even 2019 to now is absolutely unreal. 
Um, I didn't pick him for MVPs, but I had to throw him in here. Um, absolutely having just insane season. And mm-hmm. then for the AL, um, I have a guy that's flown under a ton of people's radar. Um, he's just a bullpen guy for the Tigers. His name's Kyle Funkhauser. He's kind of like before their setup guys, like their middle relief. But yeah, yeah, um, okay. in 2020, he had a 7 two seven ERA, and now he's got a three fourteen ERA. And he has like um, almost a 70% ground ball rate, which is just insane, insane. like out of this world. So. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, that's just like a, prime Zach Britton, right there. That's like yeah, it's crazy, Marcus man. Stroman. I mean, Marcus Stroman's garbage. Don't get me started with him. No, 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 no. We'll get into that later. <laughs> we'll get into that later. Is <laughs> uh, for me, I have uh, for the AL, I have Carlos Rodon. I mean, this dude's been an absolutely insane this year. He threw a no hitter earlier in the year. Um, before this season, he didn't have an ERA below three. This year, he has a 2.38 ERA. He has 160 strikeouts. He's 9-5. and five. I mean, he's been part of the White Sox, you know, success this year. Um, you know, he's just he's just been really great. And for the NL, I have Willie Adamas. You know, I mean, you guys, someone else had Willie Adamas as well, so I don't really want to repeat, like, yeah, yeah, what it. was said. But, you know, he's been having a great season as well. But I feel like Rodone for the AL, you know, that's someone I feel, like, really strongly about. All right. All right. Now, very quickly, uh, this is probably our last one before we, I guess we take a break. Uh, um, but uh, since we got seven minutes left on Zoom call, we'll go. This is our, our kind of fun one. Stickiest glove. So Garrett I, Cole. We think, Garrett Cole. 100%. Oh, I agree there. 100%. I hate all you guys for this, but I can't. 100%. It's... Dude, dude went from <laughs> unhittable to such an average pitcher overnight. Like, it's insane. Yeah. I got him, but I also, I got you, Darvish. Like, like I he just gave something. up eight runs to Tampa the other day. Like he was like, or whatever it was. I, I watched the video the other the other day, and he, it was a guy who was going over like, uh, you know, worst and best stats since the substance crackdown. You Darvish has been statistically the worst pitcher since the substance crackdown. I didn't know that. That's why I traded for him in fantasy. So better start turning it up. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say Garrett Cole because I'm loyal to my boys, even though I know how crap he's been and how sus he's been ever since the whole crackdown on substances has been. He's handled it terribly, like with the media and stuff. He's been awful with it, and he hasn't backed it up on the mound either. So I'm just making him sound really bad right now. But I'm just going to say Edwin Diaz because it's funny because he gives up home runs and then points it to the skies if it's a fly ball. And realistically, the ball is on 440. And then, then I'm going to say Garrett Richards of Boston – that rotation was really solid in the first half, and now it's like every, every – okay, I remember when the substance crackdown started, everything, the rules came out. Garrett Richards literally admitted in, in a post-game interview after giving up like 11 runs in, in a game once, he was like, I, you know, it's tough. I can't really pitch without these substances. Like, he basically that. said that. He was like, I can't pitch without what I've been pitching with. And everyone's like, well, you have to now. And he's been just god-awful. Him and Martin Perez, Eduardo Rodriguez has been eh. Nate Valdi was an all-star. He has been eh after the break. So just Boston's rotation in general. And they and then shout out Chain Bloom because he's just helping the Yankees. He didn't trade for Jack shit. He did not trade for Jack shit. Um, he traded for an injured Kyle Schwarber, like phenomenal. And he is going to want him to play him at first base. So that's not even what we're talking about. But you know, screw the Red Sox. Back to the point. I, I Garrett clear. That being said, I'd like to give a shout out to for this one. I'd like to give a shout out to Tyler Glasnow. Uh, oh, oh my god, this dude literally threw his arm out because he couldn't use Spider Tech anymore, bro. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> and then he cried about it. He cried about it. I will say, I, I'm never 
you know, I, I never, I always have sympathy for injuries. Yeah. But I don't have sympathy for this one. I, I, I have sympathy because it's like, this is, he was a good pitcher before right. he was using, but yeah, it's he was just at a like, you Exactly. You, you would have been in the scion conversation. I, I agree with that. No, he was getting strikeouts. Like you like can't sit out here and, and blame every your your injury on on the substances the cracking down on something illegal. Yeah, like dude, right. you're throwing 9900 constantly. Like your arm's gonna give. And he had another elbow surgery last year where he didn't decide to get Tommy John. So I don't know. Maybe it led to it yeah, this now year. He's out rest of this year, probably all of next year. But and Matt's right though. I have sympathy for him because. Before he got hurt last year, before he got hurt this year, he was probably going to be top three finishing for Cy Young. He gets hurt both years. And these are like the prime years of his career. Who knows if he'll be the same pitcher, whether it's substances or not, whatever it is. Um, but even – I'm bringing up something else. The whole substances thing, real quick, there's other ways. I hope you guys know there's other ways these teams are getting substances. To oh, I, oh, definitely. Through catchers. Through catchers. That, that's the main one. And it, that's remember- just – you remember that clip of where the ball got stuck to Yadier Molina's chest? Yeah, oh, yeah. that's ago? all. That's all substance. Exactly. I can't believe we didn't notice. And they're checking yeah, pitchers. They're checking both. They're not checking the catchers. Catchers go out for a mound visit on the ball. I don't know. Exactly. Mask, touch something. Shirt. Chest protector. They're getting it somehow. Some some of these pitchers. I'm not saying every pitcher. Some of these pitchers, I bet, have actually honestly just dropped it. And they're like, okay, I'm going to try and pitch normally for the yes. sake of my own risks or whatever happens and then there's some of these guys just like no i need to i need this otherwise I, this is not good this is not good like so, your boy he hasn't cheated he just straight up sucked uh, <laughs> let me just say though i understand why they use like the spider tech and pine tar and all that i understand like, it but you... it's 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 in the rules like it's illegal oh yeah. you know, who knows it's obviously been happening for what 30 40 50 years but it shouldn't have been, and now that they're cracking down on it, I mean, why not crack down on it? <laughs> I don't know. It, you know. I but yeah, Benji, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say, so like, if you were to like get like a minor league ball at a game, or if you were lucky enough to get like a major league ball, a major league game, and then you take it and you go home, like you grab a baseball that you know you used in your your high school game, the balls are completely different. The oh, yeah. seams are so low on professional baseball that like. Also, like, the issue with like MLB balls, insane. you're right, because the MLB balls, they're very smooth, apparently. Like the white oh, yeah. grip, it's so smooth, which is why they need grips and rosin and all that. Yeah. All right. So now I will get into which some will kind of group together surprising and disappointing players. Um, for my National League, for my surprising, I have the entire Giants organization. Facts. Yep. They have been on a absolute hair um like this first season, they're the, the best division. team in the league they're their first in the division and they're probably the best team in the league let's call it what it is oh yeah first team of 70 wins big vibes in san francisco man absolute vibes in san francisco i mean they were in the That's cellar like, last year there's maybe i guess you count cruz bryant now buster posey the way gosman was in the first half there's not like a major star in san francisco that's a full team chemistry absolute vibes out west team that's like that, a, it's like it's like the Spurs when they yeah, were. it's just a good right, feel. Exactly, exactly. It's a good feel story for this year, and you gotta respect everyone. And Gabe Kapler, shout out Gabe Kapler. Everyone thought he was a, like a dunce, just a dork and an idiot. But no, he goes to San Francisco. He goes to Ferran Sahidi, the GM, and now they're just 
powerhouses. You've somehow. done a good job building they that were, team, though. They were projected to be crap this year, and all of a sudden, you're you're six games up, four games up on the Dodgers and the Padres, who were exactly. supposed to be the two. I I had them last in the division. I had them last in the division going into the year. I, I thought that they they were they're too they were too old. I, uh, I, yeah. they, I thought the hitting wasn't there. I didn't think Brandon Crawford was going to come out and play the way he's playing. He's, uh, you say that he's my most surprising player. Yeah. He's in his mid thirties. You think he's washed out of his prime from 2015, 2016. He makes the all-star game this year. And he's once again, quietly been a star in the NL this year, which doesn't get talked about because San Fran doesn't have those high profile players. And even Buster Posey's on that list for me as well. He's kind of just been a tank casually. And he's been back to a level where we haven't seen him in a few years because of injuries or whatnot. And I'll give my third shout out to someone who was on the Cubs, got traded to the Giants. Most surprising player, Chris Bryant. There was a lot of doubt with him coming into the season. A lot of doubt, which is why the Ricketts family in Chicago did not offer him a contract, which is still stupid as hell. I don't care. But there's right. a lot of doubt based off the way he played the past couple of seasons. He was struggling. He was, I was like, okay, yeah, he's in his late 20s. Maybe he's out of his prime. Though. Was it the World Series run? Was that it? Is he not as hyped as one? No. Absolute bounce back season. Great for him. Happy for the Giants. Hopefully they make a legit run and don't just fall apart in the playoffs. I hope they stay the way that they are. And I Also, think another guy for most improved, he, we mentioned him for the Cy Young, Kevin Gosman. Mm. Oh, yeah. I, like, he, dude was down in the dumps like the past two years. I hope he finds years. his groove again real soon. I agree. Yeah, I he was the down Giants, in the dumps. He had a good I, start his last time out. I thought yeah. the Giants were, were idiots for giving him the qualifying offer, and I'm completely wrong. What was that, like 16 mil, 17? 17.9, I think it was. Yeah, that's the risky, it's a risky move, and it's paid off. All right, ben, Benji, who did you have? For most surprising, I actually have a couple of rookies. Um, Dolis Garcia, who was, like, waived by the Cardinals and then comes out and is having, you know, a legitimate rookie of the year totally. um, type season. Um, and then I have uh, Akil Badu. Love Akil. Um, rule five pick. Um, I got to be honest. I absolutely ripped the Tigers GM Elavila when he made this rule five pick because he's a guy coming off injury. So, you know, the, they didn't have a minor league season in 2020 and he had Tommy John in 2019. So this is a guy who hasn't really played a full season since 2018 um, and hasn't really played above a ball. And, you know, with the rule five draft, if you take the player, they got to stay on your team the whole season. Um, so, you know, I was like, God, well, he's going to be gone by June. I was <laughs> so wrong on that. And I've never been happy to be so wrong on a player. I mean, he leads the AL and triples, um, you know, among a really, just a really solid player for the Tigers. Um, he's up there for rookie of the year conversation. Probably won't win it. Probably doesn't deserve it over Garcia, but man, that was just, I mean, I, but do has to be like the most surprising player. Like when you take like, the, con- the context and where he was, you know, two years ago, just absolutely unreal what he's doing. Oh, I and agree there. You just got to know we're happy for you, man. <laughs> Tigers on the come up. If you're listening. We, we, we love you, Akil. And love you. Hit us up. Hit us and up. I remember, here we go, I'm going to get nostalgic. I remember I was driving. I think it was Easter. He made his, no, it was the last day of spring break. He made his first MLB plate appearance or whatever and i was driving in my car my parents had my mom had covid at the time so i was driving to her house to get my stuff to take take back to my dad's he hits a home run i'm turning left at this intersection like i literally almost crashed my car i'm 
I'm like yelling. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but you're gonna make me cry. You're gonna make me cry, Benji. Dude, All right. I'm now, before crying. we hear cries, I say we move on to uh, our most disappointing. No crying in baseball. And uh, <laughs> no crying in baseball. For me, it there's three guys in mind, and I I, I think one of them stands out above the others. Cody Bellinger. What a boss, <laughs> dude. He's baked. All this year. Dude, rip he's bozo, big. man. I rip think he bozo. just had back-to-back home run games, though. He did. Yeah, he's on, he's he on the come up. I will say, he's been playing well late. He's hitting he's 175. He is. He's been banged. He was, he was injured. I'll give him the some benefit that he was injured, but I no, no, I, I love the horrible. meme. I love the meme and the concept that like he's always baked while playing because it's yeah. like he legitimately he always looks it. He, he always, always looks, looks lost. It. Looks just gone out of his mind. Like, what the hell is that? Like, remember the, the play like was it last week? Probably so where he's at first air mills. Like, air mills. Oh my god, that has basement. to be like one of the worst of the game. And then they, 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 they pan in the camera on him. He's just staring at the scoreboard like, <laughs> the fuck happened, <laughs> dude. <laughs> like you're just making yourself a meat, whatever. Like he's, he's like two so years bad. removed from a 47 home from run MVP season year. from yeah. an MVP year. And you know, just to see how bad he's been like this year, like kind of just blows my mind. Just for a player of his caliber. And I'm and I'll bounce off of that. We all agreed on before. Christian Yelich injuries yeah, have taken over him one. and his MVP. You know, he was a 40 home run guy. That's now what five, six home runs, hasn't done jack shit. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I love he's how... hitting over 200 though. Is he is he is he hurt again? Like he's not playing right now, right? I want to say he got hurt again. Yeah. I think he had COVID or something. I don't know. Yeah, I think that was it. But I love how a few years ago there's this there's this huge debate. Who's better, Yelly or Belly? No. Neither. Yeah, <laughs> there was the commercial, remember? Yeah, there's like the big commercial. Because it was MVP yeah, race. That was MVP race. Yeah. No, they were supposed to be the next faces of the league, and you know mm-hmm. that just hasn't happened. Now you got Tatis, you got rest Herrera, peace, you got Otani. Yeah, yeah. Rest in peace, Bozo. I mean, but you see, the Dodgers will probably be fine, anyways. <laughs> so they literally um, are fine. Like they they made him a platoon player. They still have this seven about seven. <laughs> it's like it, it, it. They yeah. You still when you still got like Mookie and all that. I will say know. Mookie's going on the Mookie IL. hasn't. He hasn't been that good. He's he not a great this year, but he, he's not been nearly as bad. It's just the That's pitching, man. Like you're not you're not hitting against those guys. Yeah. Shout out the Minnesota Twins. Oh, oh the entire organization. Garbage. What, what happened? What are, what are the twins? Oh, they just I don't no. They they're were the most disappointing team in baseball by far. Like that whole that whole team. They were supposed to like win. They were projected to be you know competing for a wild card. I don't know. They no. Yeah. They were. It was supposed to be the Twins and the White Sox to win yeah. AL Central. And, and to me, there, there's one player on that team who stands out. Because of how bad he's been, it's Kenta Maeda. Really? Yeah. I yeah, I want to like say his ERA is over. This year. I think his ERA is over. So they five. couldn't even move him at the deadline because he's been so poor. Exactly. That's, bad. That's like mostly they had like it. talks with the Mets, but like because no, his ERA is a four six nine right now. Well, who else do they have? They had Berrios. He's gone. They, they had Berrios. They, they didn't Kepler. trade. They didn't Kepler. trade Michael Pineda. They didn't trade Pineda. They still have Kepler. They should have traded Bucks. They still Pineda, have Don- they still a, Donaldson. Gonna, right? He's on an expiring contract, though, right? Then Pineda. That's big, yeah, that's Pineda. Big that's why I think he was movable, but they just didn't do anything. Yeah. I don't and think they still Pineda have Donaldson. has any value, though. Oh, I mean, if you need a back-end starter, even someone who could stretch out in the pen or just some, some depth piece, which teams need. Like, a team like the Mets would need right now. Like, he went from a 2-7 last year to a 4-6 He probably would have been... 
And like, look, Pineda's not the greatest pitcher. It's not the biggest name we're going to acquire at the deadline. But for a team with injuries in general or just needs an arm, an extra arm to fill in every now and then, you could probably trade, you know, one or two lower prospect, lower end prospects for him, have him pitch the last three, four months and yeah. give you some quality innings and starts and appearances, whatever it is. But, you know, I think the Twins took an L on that uh, by not trading him. They have other pieces yeah. as well, but those expiring contracts and obviously it hurt them that my head sucks apparently which i surprised me because i did not know that and then there's there's also one more player i want to mention here i think will agree with this Probably. uh glaber torres oh labor day send him to the moon he was a former number one prospect i don't know what the hell is going on yankees <laughs> just ruining them man yankees are ruining their stars it's the it's the new york media it's the pressure of the yankees having to be the world series every year which is not realistic because they're not a world series team i hate to say it dude's on il now too uh yep players on the il hurt his thumb the other night he was just starting to heat up a little bit actually he was like batting 400 in the past eight games or something so good for him but not anymore labor sucked dj's been awful he finished second mvp voting last year third the year before that now he has seven home runs 40 ribbies he's batting like 250 he sucks too and apparently he's playing injured which is phenomenal because just dude get on the bench rest up you know who's worth a mention um trevor story especially like in you know he's in the final year of his contract doesn't look like the rockies are gonna extend him i mean like on a contract year like when you're playing for your big bucks he definitely hasn't helped this case you're right no not at all that makes me think of one more name also on an expiring contract has been atrocious he was hurt Michael Conforto. Michael Conforto. Michael yep, Conforto. he was on my list. Atrocious. This he's, his agent is Scott Boris, right? It's Scott Boris. The season, not... Scott... There was talks of Conforto being a $175 million guy. Nope. Wants... nope. Boris wants him to get the George Springer money. No and chance. That is, he'll be lucky if he Watch. gets the qualifying offer from the Mets this year. Yeah, he's been – Bad. He's, he's batting 201 right now. I think exactly. he should take the qualifying offer from like him his num- like give his, it to him. You let him should, give it a little prove it year. His numbers are like way, way down. Qualifying offer. You give it to him and they're going to give it to um, Syndergaard. Um, and I think they're both going to take it. But Yeah, dude, Syndergaard's not. Yeah, but no, you're right. Conforto's been crap. Yeah, but I'll mention the Yankees again and say Giancarlo Stanton because I want to send him to the moon every other night. Which is All right, biggest rise since the All-Star break. Uh, I have Harper. He's insane. been insane. I have Joey Votto. He went on that insane home run streak. And he's just he's just such a fun guy. He's 37, and he's just living life, man. That guy is just a – Juan Soto. Juan Soto? Juan did he get hurt? I heard he got hurt tonight. Oh, did he get hurt tonight? I don't know. It was only a two-inning game. Oh, I heard he was grimacing around the base. Something happened. I don't know. Maybe not Maybe not major. But, yeah, he's kind of been depressed after the break. <laughs> they traded really? The entire Didn't he trade their entire team. The He's, a Dude, he's like oh, the yeah, only yeah. one left from like their World Series team, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and Victor Robles, I feel bad for them. Yeah, pain, 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 pain. But I also had George Springer, who I got to see against the Mets, just absolutely lit them up in the game I went to. Phenomenal. Yeah, watch. He's back from injury. Lighting it up, lighting it up, you know, you know, George stuff, Springer's bro. hit forty-one leadoff home runs in his career. That's incredible. He's a power hitter, but he's also he's the ability. <laughs> he's a, a five-tool. He's a perfect yeah, five-tool. He's a five-tool player. That's why he got the money he did. He does everything. I'm glad he's not on the Astros, but I hate that he's in the AL East. And then I'm going to mention a player before you guys go that I completely forgot about before I just thought of him. Jamison Tyone. He's been great. He's been phenomenal. One pitcher of the month for July. You know, I'm looking at his stats right here on June 18th, right? So that's just 
just about two months ago. His ERA was at 5.59, and he was consistently giving up like three to six runs a game. And now August 9th, his last start yesterday, pitched six innings of shutout ball, and I was, he's gotten his ERA down to 3.8. That's a significant jump in just over two months. And he's been a rock in the Yankees rotation with all the injuries and whatever crap they have. But yeah, the last two weeks, his ERA is one. That's so, he's been amazing. But I want to mention one more Yankee there. Anthony Rizzo. Yeah, yeah love him for he got that was That's after the trade deadline, really. Big not Tony. The break. But he's been when he got to the Yankees, obviously he's got COVID now. Yeah. But he was amazing. And like that was like a six game stretch. He, he was went, the reason why we won three or four games. Like just exactly, him alone. He is he we hit home run like three straight games. Yeah, it was yeah. like the first Yankee to do that. And they're in his with the team. He had a ribby in his first six games of the Yankee, which is yeah, yeah. which is yeah. that was the record. Yeah. Um, and then also yeah. uh a guy I'm sure Benji's thinking of, Eric Haas. Mm-hmm. He he won AL rookie of the uh of the of month last month. Yeah, he's yeah. Been I gotta be honest with you, I don't I don't love Eric Haas. <laughs> like Dude, you'll we... see him go. No, no, you'll see him go like tonight. I'm pretty sure he's 0 for 4 with four strikeouts swinging. Like you either get two bombs from him or four strikeouts. Like there's no in between for him. He's I'll he's a really flawed hitter, but I love it. I mean, like I mean, I'm super glad we found this 28 year old rookie with snoops. Yeah. Over. <laughs> hey, I'm glad, I'm sad that you don't like your new star or whatever he is. No, I to do be. like him. Just I think Tigers fans and like people in general just overrate him so much. Fair enough. That's fair. That's fair. All right, Izzy, you got any players? Uh, for surprising. Oh no, uh, biggest rise. Oh, biggest also. rise. No, I have I have Harper and Rizzo just like you guys. All right, yeah. Benji. Oh, yeah, Harper. We talked about Haas. Right. Yeah, I think he has Haas. Right. Yeah, I have uh, Juan Soto. Okay, I could be wrong here, but, like, I just feel like after he just absolutely blown up just after the home run derby, he got oh, he his did. power stroke back and, like – And I, I completely agree. And there was another guy who before this, like, past week was worth mentioning. It was Pete Alonzo. What happened in this past week? Big oh, yeah, the Mets suck. Over 20. Over 20. Oh, yeah, the Mets suck. Yeah, yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, all right, let's move the on. Mid, the um, New York Biggest Mets. ball. Let's continue the Mets. Let's continue the Mets. <laughs> I just want to say, what a bum. Uh, Taiwan Walker has been absolutely awful. What a bum, bro. I'm not even like an avid baseball follower. He's actually horrible. Like, send that entire organization. You know, I mean, like, it was going to happen. Like, it's the Mets are going to met. You can't take the Mets out of the Mets. The New York Mets. No matter new owner, new signings, new start. Nope, nope, nope. Meet the Mets. Like, I saw Toronto just like absolutely light him up like oh, yeah, was just, that was that like last start versus the Phillies six runs not six runs six innings three runs which isn't awful but just two starts but three like the three starts before that the one with the Pirates where he just <laughs> glove flipped the, the glove thing. and he didn't go get it it, 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 it started the downfall that started the downfall I was at the Syracuse Mets game that day and Jacob DeGrom this. please come uh, back please please and Lindor Lindor clearly Lindor makes too. a difference like it it I mean, I heard Syndergaard's on his way back in a reliever role. I, I think – I, I honestly think he's going to be a closer. I really do. I think he's going to be – Imagine him coming out of the ninth inning just firing, like, 102. Exactly. Like, that. that's a – that's Chapman scary as hell. And the thing is, Syndergaard can put a Chapman actually has some command, so. 
We'll see how he is. It's been two years since Syndergaard's pitch. But, yeah, biggest fall of the Oscar game, the Mets suck. They're falling apart. And then the the Mets, suck. since Lindor's gotten hurt, they have been 9-14, and 14, and they're 1-6 and six on their road trip. And they're now third place in the division. And, yeah, exactly. But, yeah. And the Red Sox too. And during this road trip, they are nine. They they are nine for fifty nine with runners in scoring position. Oh yeah, they're awful. I mean, I'm surprised we won fifty three close today. Go Mets, boys! Let's go World Series chance, Psych. Hey, this is fun for me this segment because the Yankees are hot, the Mets aren't, and the Boston Red Sox are finally regressing. I mean, no one saw them coming out the way they did. I really hope Garrett Cole I gave credit 15 to earned runs his next I will start. say that. Yeah, they were – before they started sucking up the joint, I was expecting them to – I did not expect them to see – to see them good. be, like, first in the division. No, yeah. They, no, I had no expectation for them. I thought they were going to be, like, trash this year, like, still rebuilding. I had Cora, give him credit. Uh, I hate him. But... division. I mean – Give Cora credit. He's brought the best out of J.D. Martinez again. Verdugo's a budding star. Bogarts is MVP candidate. You know, Rafael Devers has been amazing. Devers is MVP candidate. That's, right. a, that's a solid team that we didn't even realize was there. So, All right. So our last award, reliever of the year. I think we've all got the same guys here. Hendricks uh, and Hater. Hendricks and Hater. Hendricks and Hater. Yeah, Hendricks is terrifying. He's a scary guy, man. I don't know. No, like something yeah, about I, him. He's leading the league in saves, is he or no? No. Mark Melanson is, but Mark Melanson's been very. He's been struggling. Yeah. Yeah, but Hendricks top five though, right? Hendricks, yeah, he's top five. Yeah. No, he's he's been he's been unhittable. It it's he. I yeah. knew we knew he was a great closer. We knew it's that would be fun to see the White Sox in the playoffs. It's gonna oh, it's gonna be and great. especially when you got the back end of that bullpen. Yeah. Kopech, Kimbrel. Uh, Hendricks, Hendricks. It, it, it that's unhittable. On top of Kopech, like, you know, underrated. Six, seven, on top Kopech of like six, seven innings from Lynn or like Rodone or something, like even Cease. Like you know, that's, that's a damn insane. good team. That's a damn good team. And they got Eloy Jimenez back, Luis Robert's back. Oh exactly. my goodness, and, that fire! And it's not like people talk about end of the season where some teams burn out and stuff. No, the White Sox are getting these guys like they're, yeah, back they're re- into they're stride retooling. right now. Yes, exactly. that's they're exactly retooling. it. <sighs> Same with the Blue Jays. I guess you can't much brainer. And by the way, I forgot for most like surprising play. I mean, not surprising or underrated or whatever. Most improved. But with Shaq, give me him, man. He's a stud. He's a stud. Tiasker Hernandez is a stud. The entire team is just young and hungry. And they're and fun to watch. That's Marcus it. Simeon's a stud. Marcus Simeon. He's going to get a bag this offseason. Oh, for sure. I don't know if it'll mm-hmm. be Toronto, but someone will give it to him. Someone's going to get a bag. So a guy flying way under the radar right now from the bullpen is. Razio Iglesias for the Angels. I agree with so that. So since Get him July out of that 1st, hole. he's given up three earned runs since no, July 1st. Insane. He just got another save tonight. <laughs> oh, by the way, Akil Badu just got hurt. Really? Oh, no. Yeah, he, he collided with Derek Hill. Uh-oh. AJ Hinge, this is the best I've ever seen him run. He was sprinting out of the dugout. That's what that's what you're worried about in the moment? <laughs> yeah. That's the sign of a good manager. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I was implementing that because it's serious. Oh. Yeah. Pray for Badu, guys. Was it, like, like concussion, like a head collision? I don't know. I I just heard the broadcast say they collided. I looked up, and I just see Derek Hill and Badu both down, and A.J. Hinn is running his 40-yard dash right out to him. 
Oh, um, I think that just about wraps it up here, right? Yeah, I think so. It's a great right. way to top it off, boys. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of On the Clock Sports. We will be back next week with new topics and possibly even a new sport. But see you guys next time. Be here, Benji, Matt. It was a pleasure. I'm Ismail. Peace.